Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. I'm your host, Phil Black. And if you have an 8th, ninth, or 10th grader with big aspirations, like the Ivy League or military service academies like West Point, ROTC, or athletic scholarships, boom, you've come to the right place. My specialty, my superpower, if you will, is preparing families for these competitive programs. I'll teach you what your child should do, when they should do it, and how you can help. So stick around and prepare to out-prepare. Hello, friends, and welcome to the PrepWell podcast. As many of you know, we focus on students with four distinct paths. The first is the pathway plan for students who aspire to go to a very competitive college. We arbitrarily call that a top 200 school. The second is the Ivy plan for students targeting a top 20 school, again, an arbitrary number. The third is the military plan for students who've set their sights on service academies or ROTC scholarships. And the fourth is the athlete plan for student athletes who might want to play their sport in college, or at least use their athletic ability as leverage in the college admissions process. Whether that means securing financial aid in the form of an athletic scholarship or preferential treatment and admissions to a school that they normally wouldn't get into, or both. This week, I'd like to focus on the athlete plan, because COVID-19 has really thrown these student-athletes for a loop, especially those students who are juniors, the class of 2021. So if you have a child that is projecting to be a collegiate athlete, especially juniors, but the strategy applies to freshmen and sophomores as well, this segment, I hope, will be very valuable to you. And even if your child doesn't fall into the athlete category per se, I still think you'll find this episode helpful because it highlights some very universal principles that will apply across all students from all grades. The big questions right now, again, specifically for juniors, are how do I deal with the college recruitment process? How do I contact coaches? When do I contact coaches? Do I contact coaches? What do I say? What are coaches looking for? Are they even recruiting anymore? Will their current senior class have another year of eligibility, which might impact how many new players they're recruiting? Obviously, there's a lot of uncertainty here, particularly since we don't know when exactly or if things from an athletics point of view will come back online. And of course, different sports are on different timelines, and the recruitment process is not the same across all sports. But I think we can all be sure that athletics as we know it will be affected in some way. For our purposes today, let's be conservative and assume that all summer activities this summer, showcases, camps, tournaments, invitationals, leagues, they're all canceled until September at the earliest. Now, I don't have any inside knowledge about this. I don't know if this is realistic or not. I really have no idea. This isn't a prediction. This is just an assumption for the sake of planning. What is an athlete to do if the whole summer is canceled? More specifically, if you're a junior and you only have this summer to get assessed before you apply to college, and coaches will not have the opportunity to see you on the field or the pool or the rink or the court before they make their final recruitment decisions. Again, this will vary by sport because some sports are based on times, like swimming and track and crew, where coaches don't necessarily have to see the athlete perform in person. 
versus other team sports like basketball and volleyball and water polo and lacrosse, where there is a big element of team play and IQ that can only be ascertained by seeing an athlete in person. So if you play a sport that's time-based, you may have an easier time pitching yourself to coaches. Of course, if you have good numbers and good times. But if you play a team sport where coaches want to see you live, if you will, this presents a challenge. No problem. You just have to face and overcome this challenge. In fact, if you have the right guidance and mentorship right now, this presents you an incredible opportunity to shine when most others will fade away. This situation may be to your advantage. So question number one is, what sport do you play? And do college coaches normally need to see you live before making an assessment? If the answer is no, I play a time-based sport, and coaches don't necessarily need to see me live, then you can skip this next step. If you do play a sport, like basketball, volleyball, lacrosse, water polo, baseball, where coaches almost always want to get their eyes on you live before making a final decision, then you should have a highlight video. If you don't have a highlight video, and you don't play a sport that is based on verifiable times, then it's going to be tough to convince a coach that you're worth their time. That's the truth. You should have one. This is why inside Preppel Academy's athlete plan, we assign 9th and 10th graders with the task of creating a highlight video that they then constantly update and refine over time. It may not be pretty in 9th and 10th grade or your best work, but they get the system down. So by the time they become juniors, they already have a significant body of work in the can just in case. The student athletes in the Prepwell Athlete Plan all have this done already. They're in great shape. The athletes who don't have footage are going to be at a big disadvantage. Let's assume for now that you do have a highlight video or that you can get one together in the next few weeks. And if you need guidance on how to do that, please check out my blog for more specifics. Okay, assume you've got a highlight video and you know what level you think you can play in college. And by that I mean Division I, Division II, Division Three, And you have a list of targeted colleges. It could be a soft list that's not overly refined yet. And maybe you've even been in touch with some coaches along the way. And the plan was to get these colleges to see you in person this spring and or this summer at a tournament or a showcase or a campus camp or an invitational or some other venue. But that plan just disappeared. No more in-person evaluations. What do you do now? Let me start with what you don't do. You don't panic. You don't sit on your hands and do nothing. You don't freeze. You don't complain about how bad the timing is and get a woe-is-me attitude, and I guess it wasn't meant to be, and that corona screwed up my chances, or anything else along those lines. The answer is that you take initiative. You get aggressive with your workouts and your communication with coaches. Your job is to make their job easier. They are struggling right now, just like everybody else. Their jobs are on the line. The existence of their sport at the school may even be in jeopardy. We don't know. In my opinion, coaches are looking for aggressive, bright, 
confident warriors who see this corona problem as a challenge to overcome. Remember, these coaches recruit students that they will live with, literally live with for the next four years. They become their second family. They rely on them. They want and need student-athletes who have courage, who don't wilt when the going gets tough, and who can show leadership in hard times. Now is your time to show that you are that person. How do you do that? You up your efforts in the gym. You train harder and longer. You eat better. You prepare harder. You sleep more. You watch film. You break down plays. You study schemes. You dissect each college's roster, their gaps, their wins, their losses. You become a student of the game. You have time to do that now. And by the way, you should document as much of this as you can. Let's say I'm a lacrosse player. I video myself every day doing drills, wall ball, stick work, footwork, agility drills, running, stairs, push-ups, box jumps, making smoothies. You name it, I do it, and I record it. I then cut up a quick 30 to 40 second highlight video of me doing all these things, quick takes. I'm talking one to two seconds of each of these things, bing, bang, boom. You show the coach what you're up to. You show the coach how committed you are. You show the coach that you're getting stronger by the day. Show the coach that you're coming out of the quarantine bigger, stronger, faster than before. Show the coach that you care. Show the coach that you have leadership. Show the coach that you're the type of athlete and leader that he or she wants in their program. And you take that 40-second clip and you include a link in an email that says something like this. Dear Coach X, let's call it Dear Coach Rutherford, I know we haven't communicated since COVID-19 stopped us all dead in our tracks. The last few months have been quite an experience. I hope you and your family are doing well, and I hope that the team is safe and continuing to stay connected and strong and committed, even from a distance. I'm sure this crisis has really thrown your recruiting process for a loop. I'm new to this process, and I'm equally struggling to find my footing. I wanted to make sure that I reached out and let you know that this pandemic has not stopped me one bit. In fact, I'm hitting my home gym harder, spending more time on stick work, I'm eating and sleeping better than ever before, and I'm committed to coming out of this temporary shutdown stronger, faster, and more skilled than ever before. Here's a quick look at my daily routine. Now, at this point, you put your link to your 40-second quick-cut highlight film where the coach sees you running, doing box jumps on the stairs, push-ups, stick work, wall ball, bang, bang, boom. You show that to them in that video. And then the email continues. I also wanted to let you know that I am more committed than ever to play for you and the blah, 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 the Duke Blue Devils. You continue, I, then you're going to insert a few sentences here about what you like about the program, why you might be a good fit, why you'd like to stay on their radar, and then you continue, I don't know how the recruitment process will play out from here, but I want you to know that I will do what it takes to demonstrate my commitment to playing for you and the Blue Devils in 2022. Please let me know if there's anything I can do to help in this process. The email continues. Coach, I've included my updated profile below for your review. Since we last communicated, I scored a 15-10 on my SAT, 
and will end up with a 4.2 GPA at the end of this year, my junior year. I intend to take three AP exams next month, and I will update you with those results in July. I also included a link to my most updated highlight video, which includes my last tournament in Las Vegas, where I was named tournament MVP. And of course, please don't hesitate to call my high school coach, as well as my two club coaches whom I've played for for the last eight years. Their contact information is also listed below. I hope that you, your family, your staff, and players continue to stay safe and healthy. Best wishes, whatever your name is, Chipper West, Charlene Jones, whatever it is. You send that email out. Okay. You're a lacrosse coach, and your entire recruiting game plan just went up in smoke. And you're struggling to figure out how to proceed with recruiting student-athletes without the ability to see anyone play in person. And then you get this email from you. What do you think that coach thinks? I can guarantee you he's not getting an email like this from many of his prospective players, maybe none. Do you think that might move you up the depth chart, especially if this shutdown holds through the summer? My guess is yes. When he or she sits down with their staff and starts going over player profiles, do you think your name will stand out? Do you appear to be the type of player whom a coach might want in his or her program, someone who's committed when the chips are down, someone who can communicate, someone who shows leadership? I think so. Obviously, your letter will be tweaked to conform to whatever stage you're at when it comes to recruitment. But this is the tone that I would take. This is how aggressive I would get. And if you're looking for this type of advice on a weekly basis, consider enrolling in Preple Academy if you're not already enrolled. If your son or daughter is a student athlete, maybe you want to enroll them in the athlete plan so that they're ahead of the curve when it comes to highlight videos and emails to coaches and relationship building and marketing. We'd love to have you along for the ride. That's all I've got for you today, folks. Thank you once again for tuning in and your support. If you know a parent with an 8th grader, ninth grader, 10th grader, 11th grader, especially student athletes, in high school that might find this helpful, please share the episode with them. You can do that pretty easily by finding that small box with a tiny arrow pointing up. That's the share button. Click that button. Text your friends the link to this episode with a little personal note from you, recommending that they give it a listen. If you have questions, comments, or an idea for an upcoming episode, please reach out to me by email. DM me on Instagram at prepple underscore academy. Check out my blog, webpage, Facebook, LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. Until next week, goodbye, good luck, and never stop preparing. This podcast is brought to you by PrepWell Academy. PrepWell Academy is my one-of-a-kind online mentoring program that delivers to your ninth or 10th grader a short, highly relevant video from me every week, every Sunday, in fact, where I give them a heads up about what they should be thinking about to stay ahead of the game. To get these valuable lessons into your child's hands, please head over to PrepWellAcademy.com and enroll your child today.